Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Eric Zagar, L. Adams, John C. Worsley, Lauren, Katie Nolan, Jonathan Clark, Danielle Goldstein, Patrick Perry, Hilary Moline, Anton and Ken. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Welcome to episode 120 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Uh, oh, you said that I'm the right. <laughs> no, 120... Yeah. No! Close enough. Yeah. It's Ben. Uh, Brid Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. And Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Grizzoptric Act Amsterdam. Hamitla Harun Altahan. Conscious again, Sasha. <laughs> and Azu. And... Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to introduce yourself. Oh, hello. <laughs> with your name? T- tell everyone your name. That's Ed. <laughs> uh, Wood, Edward. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like the filmmaker. <laughs> it's not not a voice for radio. Very much a face for film, Ed. <laughs> so anyway. Silent movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the talkies ruined his career. <laughs> so as it stands, we have Grizzop who has deposited Wild in an anti-magic box, although potentially not in the way he'd always secretly hoped. And is facing potentially executing Barrett? Yes. <gasps> yeah. Meanwhile, That's in Rome, tragic. a sentence that gets worse every time I say it. it. How? How? I just oh, we don't, don't even understand. keep track of it. We're doing it. Yeah. Just watch the film in your head backwards and then forwards again. Like, just rewind it and then press Wait, play. you have to rewind. Mm. So, meanwhile... <laughs> is your brain a VHS? Meanwhile, the, the tracking marks Scene in the selection. early memories are Scene terrible. selection. I can't do that. You watch the whole thing forwards or backwards. It's how you remember the stuff. <laughs> meanwhile, in Rome, we have everyone resting, having met someone that none of you know anything about before, who just appears to be there randomly. Mm. Good. I'm going to start with Grizzop. Barrett steps out. Oh, well, give me the forms. I'll sign them out and tie them up. Yep. Guard does so, just says, um, please don't do it on the grounds because that's still going to be... I'm not going to do it on the grounds. Um, <laughs> you're, you're have to, you probably go outside the city as well because this isn't a... Fine, I'll kill him out in the woods, oh, in the mountains and dump him in a ditch. Oh, great. Cheers, man. Right. <laughs> oh, can I have a wheelbarrow? <laughs> oh, uh, hang on. Horse and cart, I'll return it. There's a yelling. Someone out with the barrow? Yeah, he's just dumping a body. Just give me a horse and cart. Oh, yeah, no worries. Cool. They provide you access to a horse and cart. 
I'm going to gag you, but you have until we get to the city limits to reconsider your position. That will be your last chance when I ungag you that time. Otherwise, I'm going to dump your body in a ditch, and no one will ever find you. You will be forgotten. Lost. Your legacy will mean nothing. You will be gone. For good. I can't, I can't really, on audio, that's give fine. a response, because he's bound and gagged. Yes, so... that's fine. Just think about it. So, the city is still in better nick. People seem to have accepted a, a, a generalised story, which is that the river had dried up, the meritocrat Apophis came, he struck the mountain, and fresh water sprung forth. I mean, that's kind of broadly-ish true, yeah, if we are seeing extensions of Apophis. Aren't, yeah. the, aren't the meritocrats great, though? I mean, they're big, they scary just, dragons. They so just came really in and just fixed the drought. I mean, I, I realise that they're so busy, that's why they couldn't have come here, but a lot of this... A lot of this. Generally, it's accepted that, yes, it's, it's terrible what happened to, to the Orkish town, but, you know, we'll be helping them rebuild anyway, and in a lot of ways, isn't this an opportunity for us to work together? It's very, very kind of... The mayor has seen an opportunity and gone, oh, I can spin this, mm. and she is doing a wonderful job. It's becoming very clear how she got her position. But, yeah, the city seems to be sorting itself out, and you are able to head out towards the, the sticks comparatively easily. Yeah, cool. I will take him out to a remote, likely wooded hillside. Mm -hmm. Find a rural track, go to the end of the track, make sure no one is there. You succeed in all of these things, nothing nothing is particularly difficult. It's more scrubby than wood, but yeah. Kick him out of the cart, shove him over to a precipice where there is sort of a a ravine or um, small ditch um, below and take his uh, gag off. Right, last chance. Look me in the eye. I'm... Yes. And tell me that you won't kill me if I give you information that could save thousands. Dead in the eye, and he's just very calm about it, but he's like... I promise on my honour as a paladin of Artemis that I will not kill you now (laughs) if you give me information that will save thousands. Within the next six months. (laughs) (laughs) I've played this game before. If that information proves to be correct and helpful. If I fall off the cliff, it still counts as you doing it on the cliff. (laughs) I'm not going to kick you off the cliff. And yes, it does. That's how murder works. I can give you the location of the Japanese manufacturing plant. Right. Good. Then we have a deal. Reaches out his hand. That's bound tries to reach out with his hand and fails. I spit on my hand and slap it onto his forehead. (laughs) Brilliant. I think it's going to be a good idea if I write some things out for you. It's quite a lot. Right. You in a rush? You able to go there tomorrow? We're doing that back in the cell. Not doing it here. Gonna gag him again? Good. (laughs) Put him back in the cart. Take him back down again. Okay. <laughs> Go into the compound. Signing him in again. He oh. changed his mind. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> the Artemis way. It works, but sometimes it. Some people just waste your time, can't they? No, not lots of paperwork though. So. <laughs> I'm going to jump to Rome. So, uh, Ed. He's Ed. He says he's Ed. Anyway, uh, goes and uh, picks up his cloak from the dirt, puts it back on, and comes over. Hello. Stay, stay, stay quiet. Hello. Come inside. Hands his, uh, hands his, hands his hand. Offers his hand to you. That's the word. Those are I, human I give words. Him a, a firm handshake. So, um, 
You alone, or...? No, come inside and you can meet me. Oh, right, yeah. He kind of looks at the building that's rubble. It's down there. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Starts crawling down the... Um, crawling down into the cellar. he's not sneaky. <laughs> he is not. In which case, Sash would immediately wake up and, like, be at his side. I'll allow it, And, yeah. like, get a dagger to his throat. Yeah, yeah. Oh! Guys, guys, guys! This is this is Ed. Hello. Literally standing there with a dagger to his throat. Who's Ed? I'm Ed. Hello. I mean... Is he some kind of shapeshifter? That is a very shiny knife. Why are we allowing him in here? Because I'm lovely. There's so non pluses there. I thought, as Azu, you, you can detect if he's evil. I mean, he, he looks like a. Azu, you a have knowledge and ability, right? Of Apo- Apollo. I have knowledge and ability. Give me the role of knowledge and ability. The role of knowledge and ability. <laughs> Welcome to knowledge and ability. That's a uh, 15. Plus. Nothing. Oh. I've got it ticked. I don't have anything in the thing. Well, that, that, no, then you don't have it. Well, what's the you point of ticking pro- it, then? It's a class skill. Yeah, it means you can get it more easily. Doesn't mean you have it. I was thinking, like, why does Azu have knowledge of the English nobility? That's fine. You still get a ten, right? Yes. Yeah, because I'm... Yeah. This guy's really important, and you don't remember why. But you're pretty certain he's really important. <laughs> Definitely British. Yeah. Definitely British. Definitely tell that. Yep, definitely British. I, I, I thought you could d- d- detect evil. Uh. She's detected British, which is... <laughs> <laughs> threatening. <laughs> Same ballpark. Detect evil is, is a magic thing. Would I have to, like, cast a thingy? Well, you don't have to roll. You can just say I detect evil. It's an ability. Oh, yeah, I guess it might not work in Rome. But still. Yeah. But it's an ability, though. It's not like a spell, so... Okay. Yes, I think detecting will be a good idea. You reach out for your god. For a moment, you think it might have worked, you know? He feels like there's a presence there. Not the one that you were reaching for. Not a nice presence either, actually. You find yourself racked with, of all things, grief temporarily. Not aimed at anything specific, just potent grief. Like, really powerful grief. Then the moment's gone. As he starts crying. Yep. Uh, As are you okay? So see, he was really evil. (laughs) She could be allergic. To what? Me. To Britishness. Me. <laughs> Understand. I'm allergic to dogs. Uh, like, Sasha puts her knife down and just steps back. Like, there are, she has no skills to deal with this. Look, look, guys. He's stooping, by the way, the same way that Azu does in this kind of cellar. Like, very well-built human. Like, uh, Azu, what? Yes, this, might be, Az, this might be a, some sort of complex long con, but look at him. Yeah, he looks gives like a little wave. A cleric of Apollo. I thought, if you know, he was if this, he's wandering around. If he was this stupid, really, would he have survived? Everything that's tried to attack us since we got here looks like some sort of hell beast. Or it doesn't look like anything at all. This is a clearly a normal person. I thought we could at least start a conversation. Are you a shapeshifter? He sort of does a little dance. <laughs> Apollo. Moving through the field. If he was Hello. really Ed, this... Ed, Ed, what, what brings you to Rome? I am so lost. <laughs> I am so lost. Sense motive? Go for it. Do you want to roll it too? You're yeah. much better at it than me. I will try that as well. <laughs> oh, wow, natural one there on my sense motive. Eleven. Azu, what did my you sense? sense? My sense motive is twelve. What did you sense that was so terrible about him that you burst out crying? 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't him. Are there's, you sure? There's something. Oh, you paladin. Wait, yeah. Yeah, don't do that. It's not nice. Don't do what? Any of it. Yeah. He comes over. I think I broke Apollo. <laughs> I don't. I, I think. I, I, I think, don't follow. I think Rome is. There's something. It's something to do with being here. It's not. Do you reckon? It's not personal. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I tell you what, I was well worried then. Ed, are you, are you a paladin of Apollo then? No, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here on my pilgrimage. Is that a what? thing your church does? No, yeah, yeah. You you know, we, we go and then we have to see where where all them... I know this. Uh, Rome's hubris, that's the one, was. And we have to look at it. You say hello to the cult of Mars, not cult of Mars, the, the Mars lot, they do good good work. Then, they control uh, the borders. That's they? the one, yeah. Then you, then you, then you do your uh, paladin. In. I mean, Rome is quite far from the borders. Have you accidentally gotten through the border control of the cult of Mars? Looks at you. No, yeah, that might have happened. Yeah, it could be useful. Please tell me you guys know the way out. I've been here ages. I mean, it's horrible. What have you been eating? Oh, well, this we This doesn't make can... any sense. He reaches into his pack and, like, opens it. There's a couple of things left. Uh, tell you what, actually, I found this dog yesterday. Don't, Got some don't, of that. Eat the, don't eat the dog things. Seems all right. I would not, if I were you. I mean, I cook it. The cooking doesn't affect evilness. I, I, I mean, we are going to leave, but we have something more important oh, brilliant. to do first. How are you going to get out? We have a teleporter. We oh, might, wicked! Where is it? Can I ever go? To, we might be able to. Oh, please, please let me. That's have not a go. how that works. Oh no, go on, no, no, please, Ed, no, please. It's not how that works. I just want to go on. I'm we really, can, can, really tired, we can Hamid. We do that, but I've been here ages. Our family, I ate a frog, our family has been kidnapped, and we need to. I heard what you said upstairs about yeah. smiting the evildoers. We need to do oh, that right. first. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. If you're a paladin, you should help us. No, yeah. Uh, where is it then? Well, we were in the middle of resting, so we're going to let the rest of the team rest. But oh, you and I, right, right. You yeah. and I can catch up, and I'll tell you what's happened to us, and you can tell me what's happened to you. No, oh, right, yeah, sure, yeah. Guys, go back to sleep. You need more sleep. I don't think he's a threat, as he says to Sasha. Or at least not not, not in the very, very bad way. Kind of, Ed just kind of shuffles up to uh, Azu. Who, who are you with? Aphrodite. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, we get on. I am, whilst you continue to rest, going to jump to Grizzop. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> so I've signed him back in. <clears throat> I'm, 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 I'm bound his hands, not taking the gag off, uh, giving him a pen and paper. Barrett right. begins writing. Right. Looks up briefly. Might take a while. Your gag. That was Ed. Mm. Sorry. Also, <laughs> you're, you're still gagged, Barrett. <clears throat> Gives you a, a look. Oh, might it take a while? Good. <laughs> it better be good information. He starts writing. I stand there and stare at him. Okay. Barrett continues writing. Takes a little while. He gives you about four A4 sides, you know. He's got a lovely script, though. Oh. <laughs> oh. Then uh, hands it all over and passes it through the slot. Thank you. Right, so you see a list of names. Uh, you see a couple of addresses that aren't familiar to you. For what it's worth, if he's telling the truth, it looks... V- Fulsome. Right, thank you very much, Barrett. Rebind his hands. So I will go and follow up on these leads and make sure they are right. And if they aren't, I'll come back and kill you. 
and then in six months time we'll do this again keep him in Barra goes back to his obscure maths in the corner apparently and if he gets too mathsy I don't know if he's a wizard so you might want to stick anti-magic on him Gar's like oh right yeah yeah he needs to be here for the long term sorry <laughs> it's too dangerous to transport yeah right you just took him out on a cart <laughs> long term uh, yeah alright good thanks <laughs> Artemis everything's kind of simple when you think about it <laughs> uh, I'll check in on Wild is he still asleep yeah I am going to get some sleep myself and wait for a while to wake up. Okay. So, you awake. I am going to say that you slept a good number of hours and you're waking up of a morning. Mm-hmm. Going to go down and check on Wild. Seems to be asleep, not unconscious or screaming. Yeah. How long's it been? About 20 hours. Okay. Maybe I'm a bit less. Going to poke him awake. He comes to really groggily. Hello. Do you want breakfast? Yes. I will go get you breakfast. Brilliant. Thank you. I will do that thing. <laughs> you do that thing. Give him a chance to wake up. polite. You turn back up. You see that Wild has a full head of hair and he's, he's well-dressed. <laughs> You're not fooling me. Anyway. Wait, how are you doing that? You're wearing anti-magic shackles. You come back and find <laughs> Wild exactly where you left him. <laughs> Alex forgot about the anti-magic field. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, you, co- you come back and, and Wild is, is dressed and he's there, but... Right, so we worked out, basically, somebody is, or a group of people, probably no prizes for guessing who, are repeatedly casting spells on you to try and kill you, I imagine, or just curse you into not being useful. So you're going to have to wear those for a while, and you're a guy now. <laughs> you're not a wizard, you are clerical staff, and not in the fun divine sense. <laughs> okay? Okay. So, I talked to Barrett threatened to execute him, and he gave me this. Wild has a look through. This is apparently the location of their factory in Japan. I'm going to have to take a little bit of time and uh, fact-check some of this, obviously. Right. Anyway, you'll be safe here. I'm going to go and find the Temple of Hephaestus. Okay, I'm a bit more with it now. In terms of the illusions up at the top of the mountain, are they actually causing any harm, or are they just inconvenient at this stage? No, they're just mildly annoying. I'll send someone else to do it. Right. Um, and the rest are trapped in Rome. Yes. I am with Einstein. <laughs> sorry, sorry for, for listeners. Eh. I am going to see what I can do, but I can't do it from here. Okay, but you need to be protected, obviously, because people are trying to curse you to death from range. Reckon you could spare a paladin? I'll ask the high priestess. Okay, so if you can arrange me for some kind of escort, then what I can do is I can start chasing up my people whilst you head to the Festa slot. Yes, I will go do that. Take them a gift. Right, eat breakfast and I will. Yep. Starts eating. Right. I'm going to go and ask High Priestess if they can spare a paladin. It's incredibly important and mm-hmm. I will owe them a favour. As you leave, Wild goes, Oh, Grizz up. Grizz up. What? I love a bit of sausage. <laughs> <laughs> He's back, baby! In the building! I'm going to regret this. <laughs> and I close the door. Okay, I'm going to jump back to Rome. So. You all finish your rest. Good. You get twice your level and hit points back. Oh. Mind your elements has worn off. Yes, it has. But everyone else is protected for longer. Yeah. Thankfully, you didn't need the rest. You had the rest. Well, I mean, you you do, but you know what I mean. 
we've sort of spent 16 out of the last 24 hours resting in some form. Yeah. That's what happens when a, a spooky invisible puddle tries to murder you. I've, <laughs> I've got written down, or I had written down, minus one on everything. That might have been a failed save against the elements. Right, mm. yes. That, that sounds like that. that. So you probably, that's gone away now. Yep, we'll have. Okay. Into your elements. To be honest, you're in far better shape than you could be in Rome. Yeah. Yeah. Could very easily be dead. More hit points wouldn't hurt, but we'll make do. What I should do is tell you what Ed has been talking to you about whilst you're there. Yes, I'm going to fill him in. I won't go into anything like classified or dangerous knowledge, but I'll fill him in on what's happened to us. In that case, then, Ed gives you a brief summary that he uh, did his pilgrimage. He met this really cool guy called Tjelvar at one point, (laughs) and he's just gotten to the bit where he's like, oh, yeah, Tjelvar, he was really, really cool. I hung out with him for a while. And there was this other guy, he was... um, Bertie, he was weird. And he starts going on about this guy Bertie for a while. Like, it won't take me long to connect the dots at all because yeah. I got the full no, story no, that's fine. from Bertie and that's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll put it together with, oh, that's this guy. And yeah, that's, yeah. I will realise we've got this connection. That's the stupid sexy paladin. Yeah. <laughs> all those things that Bertie was saying in his sleep. <laughs> and eventually he carries on and goes, he completed his pilgrimage, made it to the edge of Rome. Then he thought he saw some evil, so he went in. I mean, that's accurate, yeah. And there's then, definitely some evil there. And then there's a bit of an issue, which is that... Uh, the blasted wasteland's mostly full of evil, so he kept seeing evil. <laughs> then it turns out that space and time go... Re- these aren't his words. Space and time goes really weird in Rome. So uh, going back the way you came didn't work either. So mostly he's been just going from one evil to the next, really. Sometimes eating evil. Sometimes <laughs> eating it. Smiting about the place. Yeah. He found some wine. I wouldn't drink oh, that. Dear. But he didn't like it. Good. So he put it back. Good. This, this is the level of, of yeah, narrative yeah. that you're getting. And you know what, in fact, a, a bit of a downer, but I'm going to take a break there whilst you just continue with this we really bond. poorly told rambling but bonding. But we get on. Yeah, we get on. These yeah. are exact- We've got friends in common. Yeah. It's an old boys network. <laughs> these are exactly uh. the people that Hamid actually, despite his efforts at being down with the kids, kind of knows how to That's manage the, the people he's comfortable with. So yeah, while you're having a rambling story, should we call it bonding? Is it yeah. bon- bonding the way that you could bond with a dog? That's <laughs> that's what's currently happening with that. Rusty Quill presents Stella Firma, a new sci-fi comedy podcast. Join me, Trexel Geistman. Oh, and also me, David Seven. David, will you please be quiet? As you follow the adventures of Stella Firma Limited's most effortlessly charming and respected planet designer, working to make your requests a reality. Uh, and me, his clone assistant, who actually writes things down. David, one more word out of you and I'm putting your head in a vacuum tube. <coughs> Season 1 premieres on February the 15th and is available for free via iTunes, Spotify and all other good podcast players. For more information, visit rustyquill.com. Trexel, can we please get back to the brief now? Right, that's it. Into that tube. <coughs> So, coming in from the break, you, you have managed to bond, and I'm going to skip ahead to, what is it with Bertie? And he was like, he always looks at people weird whenever they're, whenever they're, he's just look, he's just weird, isn't he? Did, did he look at you weird? Like? Yeah, he did, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> weird that, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I think everyone else is uh, waking up. Yes, they are. So we better. Einstein crawls out of an amphora. Evil doer! Nope. Ed, Ed throws Ed, the cloak Ed, off. I will Ed, vanquish thee! Ed. Don't... What? This is our friend, the professor. Hello, the professor. Puts mm. his cloak back on, sits down. How has that cloak survived? <laughs> he has. Mm. It's a mess. <laughs> I suppose that's one that he's. That, that's his camouflage. <laughs> uh, Einstein's like. Okay. How, mm-hmm. how are you feeling, professor? 
good. Bit better. Comes over to uh, Hamid. Can anybody else see the Adonis? Yes, that's our new friend. Great! Okay, cool. <laughs> really worried there for a moment. Hello! Einstein and Ed chat, I'm not doing it. <laughs> It'll take ages. And I assume Einstein gets quite bored quite quickly. Oh, on the contrary. <laughs> do it for Patreon. I want to listen. Oh, I might do a conversation on the side, but I'm not doing it now. Yeah, fair. I'm just going to fall off my chair instead. Good job. Okay, is everyone ready to... Yeah, let's do this! Right, so the, the source. Yeah. Right, you point in the direction. I'll scout out ahead. Don't forget your teleporter. You. He's, he's coming he's, with us. Yeah. The b- b- professor is a, a. He can teleport. Oh, a wizard who's yeah. very good at teleportation. Oh, cool! Thanks, the professor. It's all right. He's a keeper. <laughs> I like him. Okay. Uh, Sasha asks Hamid to point which direction, and then. Sort of zooms off suspiciously, glancing back at like don't, 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 just don't go too far, Sasha. I think it's good for you to be out in front, just not too too, too far. So, assuming you're all you setting off, mm. could everybody please give me a survival check? Twenty. Yeah. Nice. Six. <laughs> nice. Oh, Eight. Nice. Einstein does terribly unsurprisingly and Ed does as he should have done which is good for the story so Sasha you're good at the sneaking side but when it comes to like navigating in a wilderness where all of nature's gone wrong and space and time are going a bit I mean, it's not weird. a wilderness it's a ruined city yeah this, you know it, I mean. it should be her kind of thing but she's just a bit out of sorts because yep. of nearly the like she'd well, just been clonked on the head more heavily than yeah, yeah magically. Well, you said the directions came to me in my re- very disturbing dream, so that's what I'm basing my direction on. Yep. Between you, basically, you are all able to make decent progress. Hamid, you know it's half a day's journey away. You cool. don't know why or how. Sure. Meanwhile, uh, Ed's just sort of chomping along next to Einstein. Einstein seems to be having. Einstein just likes meeting new people. You know what? <laughs> A new face is just a new friend you haven't met yet. Unless they or bite you. Or a shapeshifter. Yeah, right? Did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally teleported a mimic instead of my colleague? Oh, dear. Oh. Oh. Is this over lunch? <laughs> Cut across to Grizzop. Hello. So you're heading to Temple of Hephaestus? Yes, I have a gift. It is the magical bow. Okay. Ah. Good thing I remembered that I had that. Recently. The soup's posh magical bow. Uh, yeah... Yeah, it is. Ben pays attention to items. No. <laughs> so you're turning up to the temple of Hephaestus. Yes. You went past it a couple of times, because it seems to be just a warehouse. <laughs> I like these guys. <laughs> seem to have their head screwed on. You do realise eventually that it is, it's, it's a warehouse. There is no signage. There is no one at a desk or anything. You can head in if you want. Yeah. So heading into the warehouse, it has a certain, like... Spartan vibe, which you you appreciate from the Artemis side, but while theirs is more like, you know, functionality and and defensiveness and blah, 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 this is more like it's a massive empty room because that's the best way to fit more workshop in. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not manic, so it's not the the kind of, like, goblin factory. It's... It's two-tiered for a start, so there is a, um... Like, you notice that actually it's it's almost cubicled. Sure. So I don't mean, like... 
soulless, you can stare out over 50 people. They're all slightly off, like some will be bigger, some will be smaller, some people have round ones or so on. But every single person appears to have their own space, which mm-hmm. is their own workshop, and they're all just tinkering away and heading in. There's a central corridor, which has loads of doors heading off in different styles and so on. But even from here, you can see there are bunks in some of them and blah, blah, blah. Clearly, like, this is the place to go if you want to work and live your work. No one comes to greet you. There's just the gentle sounds of, like, more, like, artisan crafting going on than, like, heavy industry. Hello. Someone pokes their head out, pair of goggles, welding goggles, takes them off and looks at you. Hello. Um, got a question about automata. The person who sort of looks at you kind of looks a bit nervous and worried and just, like, and then just hides again. Hello. I'm going to go up to their station. They appear to be, like, bent over their work and uh, seem to be making something incredibly tiny and intricate with, like, 50 lenses between their eyes and the thing. <laughs> Oi! Clonk, clonk on my breastplate. They kind of wince and look over at you, again nervous. I'm not here for a social call. Are you a paladin? Oh. You're a cleric? Yeah. Right, so you're supposed to help people? I mean... Yeah. Then do that! Oh, hello! Oh. They hold their hand out to sort of shake it. Show me to somebody who will help me, and then I will leave you alone. Okay. They just sort of get up, step outside, and start heading down the corridor. Such good impressions. They're very uncomfortable with you there. They don't want you there. They get to the far end of the corridor, and there's a uh, circular room which is built up against the back wall of the warehouse, which is semicircular, sorry. And uh, there is a semicircular desk behind it. And you see there's a very, very heavily bearded dwarf behind the desk. Their beard is, like, out over the desk, down, and then goes back up onto a little stand. Aww. And they appear to have, again, loads of lenses and so on. They appear to be examining a uh, a single gem that is on their desk, and there's a really nervous-looking apprentice, maybe, who looks, like, pants-wettingly nervous, whilst this dwarf's just like... <clears throat> and just looks at it notices you. You know, they have the big optical illusion giant eyes thing. Yeah, yeah. Hello? I'll turn to the nervous, not the nervous apprentice, the one I'm with. Is this someone? They sort of give a nod. I'll run off then. They run off. (laughs) Right. You, got some questions about Automata. All right, okay. Takes these uh, goggles off. Go on, gestures to the apprentice. They flee. They openly flee. Dwarf hops down, comes round to you. Sort of reminiscent of Bronk insofar as tools as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Shirtless? Tattoos? No shirts or tattoos. Uh, that would interfere wait, with. No shirts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Let me Everyone's so nude in Damascus. <laughs> the, problem, the problem with having sh- tattoos is that that's valuable pocket space and you'll never see them anyway. Uh. This is just. He appears to be a what? You know those um, really bad dad vests where it's like loads and loads of pockets. Oh, like on a them. fishing vest. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Imagine if you had a fishing vest and then it had a baby with another fishing vest, and then you <laughs> took the babies and you stitched them onto. The, it's just so lots of pockets. It's just all pockets. It's great, and a load of tools that you've never seen before. They just hold out the hand. It is oiled and dirty and everything else. Yeah. Right, Grizzle. Nice to meet you, Paladin of Artemis. Um, I've got some. Gone. Garten. Yeah. Right, nice to meet you. Yeah, it is. Um, I guess. Hello. Yeah, I've got some questions about automata. It's quite important. Okay. I was told to bring a gift. Can you help me or do you need to show me something? Oh, did you bring else? something? Yes. 
for the person who's going to help me. That'd be me. Your automata. Well, it's either me or it's going to be a heck of a lot of apprentices. You don't want that. Oh, room. no. Right. I'll rough around in my bag of holding, get the bow out and just dump it on his desk. There you go. Have one of them. Takes it, puts it on the desk, examines it a bit. Oh, it's Isaac Newton's. <laughs> Starts looking at well, it again. From his hoard. Don't know if it's his. Looks up at you again. Do you reckon you could get more? No. Ah, well. He's in a... <laughs> oh, but if you want it, he's in a pocket plane in Prague. Good to know. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, all right. <clears throat> Sits up. Rehangs his beard. <laughs> Has he got, like, a little beard weight to keep it there? Oh, no, so imagine, like, a, a brazier on, like, a stand. The stand is on wheels, so uh -huh. he can wheel his stand beard stand around. What, like, a, his beard. like an IV? Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. He's, he's got a massive beard. Fair enough. Full of tools. It's all full of around. tools? Yeah, that's valuable pocket space. Extra pockets in the beard, fair so enough. So he's just got his little brazier full of beard and pockets. It's like, yeah, okay, wicked. Value the aesthetic? I question the pragmatism. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's not about pragmatism, it's about craft. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, and wicked. We Take a seat. His. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That is the best thing that someone's brought in ages. Good. What can we do for you? Right, I need you to make this. Takes a look at it. Oh, sorry, very quickly, uh, can you keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Grizzle. I mean, sort of goes with the job. You don't tell people how to make stuff, do you? Cool, just so we know, we know where we stand. On my honour, as a paladin of Artemis, if you tell another soul about this, I will kill you. On my honour, as a cleric of Hephaestus. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love them. Yes. I love them so much. So he's just sort of <laughs> digging through, digging through, and he goes, what is this? Can Let you... me rephrase. I know what this is. How and where did you get this? Let me start at the beginning. Well, uh, you know about... OK, do you need to know that? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what I can tell you is that... That, and the making of it, might very well save the world. Well, the problem you've got is that it's unfinished. Well, yes. The other problem you've got is that I've no idea what that is there. What's he pointing at? So he's pointing at some technical stuff. Oh, not a drawing. Oh, it's it's some kind of drawing. Do I recognise it from anything? You do it? not. No. No. Well, dang. If anything, it sort of might be a toilet. I don't <laughs> know. Oh. Lots of pipes. Fair enough. Uh, right. Yeah, so there's two things with this that I am not able to place for you. One of them is the fluidics. Yes. It's not really our thing. You're going to want to probably... I hear there's a lot of stuff coming out of Japan with that. They do a lot of Magitech, a lot of uh, fluidics. And the other one is this. You're looking at organics. I okay. don't really do organics. Right, so it's a bit of a conglomeration. I mean, yeah, hodgepodge. OK, uh, can you make me the bits that you can make? Yeah, uh, yeah, no worries. That'll take... Uh... Oh, you know what? I'll just cancel all their projects. They're rubbish anyway. <laughs> yeah, I reckon we can have that done for you, what, 24 hours? Good. By the way, can those apprentices keep a secret? That's <laughs> <laughs> why they're apprentices. OK, on my honour as Palin of Artemis, if one of them breathes a word, I will kill them. On my honour as a cleric of Hephaestus, do you really think I'm going to tell them anything? Just being careful. You all right? As I said, it's important, all right? But great, 24 hours, brilliant. I'll be back in 24 hours. Thank you very much for your help. That's all right. And I will leave. Watch as you leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Hephaestus, I didn't know if they were going to come up. I'm glad they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're lovely. They're fun. Go 
some coal. Bring me a gift. <laughs> there were two ways that conversation could have gone. You picked the right one. I'm going to jump back to Rome. You have made significant progress. Does anyone have knowledge history? Nope. Knowledge geography? Nope. You got local? I got religion. If you see, if you think I've seen enough of got the... Arcana. It's all you need, right? The geography is very magical. <laughs> if you can't find the answer with magic, it's not worth knowing. Alex um, wrote all this beautiful backstory. So you, that you continue to just head through the city. Mm. The types of building changes. It goes from commercial into more formal. So you're looking at, to your eyes, Sasha, like town hall kind of things. Hamid, from your experience, it is interesting in that it doesn't appear to be like so meritocratic cities all have one thing in common which is they tend to have quite a lot of like segregation of function you know so it tends to be like merchant district commercial district Rome seems a little bit more ancient insofar as that that super formal structure that seems imposed on everything isn't really here and it's a slightly weird to like post meritocratic eyes I like it mixed use dense combination very Jane whatever her name was very important I'm going to say Jane Eyre (laughs) thought quite radically about how you keep everything mixed together so that you let society don't get me wrong there are sort of bubble up and formal there are sort of districts Mm. to a degree but it's very much a case where like no one has come in and demolished things to make room for more things as much but nonetheless, Organic you do find yourself well. eventually, Hamid, you're at the right building. You, you just are. And this one seems to be in slightly better condition than the Rons around it. You did see very far off in the distance, like, what's left of the Colosseum, for instance. Not over there, not over there. And you seem to have been climbing up at a slight rise. It's hard to tell because the land's been so disturbed. And there's been a few moments where you've had to avoid creatures and so on, but nothing's really come up again. They're out there, but turns out when you blow your feet or people get scared but yeah you find yourself at what Sasha 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 mm-hmm. it may have been some kind of like large sprawling villa maybe it's hard to tell Sasha appears behind you oh, oh yeah thank you um I think it's this one does, does this one everyone everyone gather around does this one look a bit different to everyone else too it's still got a roof. This is the one I saw in my dream, I think. But it, also, it, do you see how it just looks a bit like so? There is a sl- there is a slope which has um, what possibly used to be gardens leading up to a, a larger building. Things like the odd bit of fountain. There's this crumbled wall. Things like that. But there's very clearly an avenue approach. The building at the far end appears surprisingly intact. Not pristine. Yeah. But better than you might have expected. I, okay, I think. Depending on how many people there are, they'll be watching the entrances. But it might be worth the rest of us just hiding around the corner. And if you want to scout around and get get a look at the building and, and the layout, but so, don't don't go too close. So don't I don't in. mean to tell you what to do, but I find that if you loudly yell, the bad things will come find you. So you don't need to go find them. You can, they, no, they'll just we come don't to want you. To find Sasha yet. gives a withering look and says, "It's done." To Hamid, and just goes. Good. Thank you. Heads off. We, we need you to be quiet. We oh, might, all right. We might do that later. It might be useful to have a distraction at some point. I'm well good at them. But at the right time. Definitely right. not now. How do I tell the time the sun isn't moving? No, no, no. We, we will tell <laughs> let you know. Okay, for how now, will you let me know? For now, we're just going to stay here and stay quiet while Sasha does what Sasha does best. And she is very good at it. Yeah, all right. And a roll of two. What are you Einstein's just kind of looking at Ed. 
and Ed is just a birthday present that came early. <laughs> like, it's not even cruel, it's just like... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so great. This is so much better than I thought Rome would be. You know, <laughs> you know sometimes it's easy to get down, but you know... This is fine. This is okay. Is there still flesh missing from his spine? From uh, Einstein. Yeah. 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 Let's chunk he, some he of will back. also have healed overnight, so he'll get twice his level in hit points. Ooh. Hope you note that, noted that it's down. Probably quite high oh, level. Yeah. Einstein has. Einstein took a lot of damage. Yeah, that, mm. yeah. So yeah, okay. Perception check and a sneak check. Please a stealth check first. Yeah. Thirty-two. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. Well, I'm um, starting from a base of 20. Yeah, I was going to say, what did you roll? Uh, three could you also yeah. give me a perception per- 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 check? Oh, so that's only 25. 25? Mm. Yes, actually. <laughs> Love it. There's definitely <laughs> monsters around this filler thing, but there doesn't appear to be any that you can see in or on this villa and this is with you paying attention to like fool me once yeah. keeping an eye out for like weird dust devils and stuff like that mm. piers empty alright she... what, what we want to know is entrances and exits yeah. to the villa as well mm. do you do a full see. loop I will yep. allow you to if you I do, do, do a so full if you do a full loop it's going to take a while that's fine okay so you find further and further she wears away from Ed and <laughs> <laughs> so it's a big complex yep. like it rapidly becomes apparent oh I'm going to be gone like if I'm going stealthily, like half a day, like big complex, and as you're doing the loop, something becomes readily apparent once you start getting around to one side, which is that although most of the front is here, the back has been just destroyed, just completely obliterated. It doesn't even appear like that there has been, you know, subsidence, like bits of it, and you're like, oh yeah, I can see how this chunk of rock in the middle of the street must have come from up over that, like, boom, I guess. But round the side... It appears that you can probably get into it from the back mm. by just scrambling up this detritus and so on. But you also are aware that the way it looks like, there's probably a crater in the building as well. So it's not an easy climb. For like anyone good at climbing, yeah, yeah. You mm. you could get in and out. If only we had someone who was good at climbing. Someone with plate armour or things like that. Not so much, not so much. And round the other side it appears a bit more whole again so it's very clear that something happened towards the back of this complex and it's just gone to the point where you found it hard to loop round because it's just so open yeah it, it was mostly like finding a hunk of rock and then using its shadow because there's just not much there a bit of the hill appears to be missing among other things yeah. appear behind Hammond again <laughs> you're just not surprised Ed gets no. so far as <gasps> at which point Einstein slaps his hand over his face and he's just like no. <laughs> In many ways, this building is like our new friend. It's all front. <laughs> Ed takes a moment, then like a light bulb goes on and he goes, oh, thank you. Kind of stretches a little bit and <laughs> flexes it's, a little bit. It's just completely empty dismayed, blown up around the back. Oh, okay, so not, not in the same condition. It, it, is, is there a way in? Like, there's a climbing way. It's, it's like... Maybe if you guys came around the front and then I went round the back and surprised them, but we don't want to split up. Not really. Mm. Einstein just pipes up. 
I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm not really gonna use any spells unless Rogue definitely going to die. Just, just FYI. I think that's a really terrible idea. I think that's a good plan. I think it's, it's, yeah. I mean, the thing is, they've got hostages inside. That's what why we're here. Oh, how do you tell which are the hostages? Because we know them. And they're tired. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We think we know what all four of them look like. We can say that I don't actually know who who's there for. This Do we, 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 I can't remember in character if we know. I or not. saw them all. Azu yeah. saw them all and yeah. could give descriptions. Yeah. The description that Azu gives, by the way. Yep. It's probably beaming gusset. Huh. <laughs> so yeah, so we can give descriptions. Like that's what the. So we will, and we will make sure that Ed knows what the four horses. Like. <laughs> that's um, very important for us to state. So I suggest the three of the us. The four hostages are people not other stuff yeah, yeah. great but Wicked. some of the bad people here also might be people right so how do you spot them they'll be shooting or we'll, stabbing we'll, we'll, oh great yep cool what I suggest is the three of us indicating everyone except Einstein and Sasha go in the front we occupy their attention we keep them talking for a while if we can mm. Sasha goes in the back and your number one job is not to be seen until you've got eyes on the hostages and can get them once out things, once things start number one job is to free them while we take care of everyone else we've got the mobile stones right how about yes. you give me one and, and we'll you give other. me a signal I give you the signal once I've got eyes on and then that's a really good idea you come in and start a distraction yeah. so I then get the hostages out. Einstein? I can't Professor? promise those stones are going to work. I didn't build them we'll, for Rome, you know? We'll, we'll just have to hope. All day. We'll... And you ran now. I have... You ran earlier. Well, I mean, what if you test it and it explodes and kills us all? I mean, it, it worked earlier. True, true. There's, okay, second option. If, if we can't get a signal on the phone... I will the send up the what? The, the what? But on the stone. All right, yeah. I will, do my, I will do my best to send up a flare, and even if it doesn't work, you might hear an explosion. Okay. It's a low-level spell, so it won't do damage. I, I suppose that's true of a lot of things in Rome, right? Unfortunately. So there's one thing. Now, this is not my first rodeo, and I need to know if there's Will any. Will there be a rodeo? If there's if there's any challenges, right? I need to know now. If if I, I want the I want the strong ones, you know, or the uh, the the running fast ones, I'm all right at them. But none of these um, none of these puzzles, none of this um, no, none of this scripture stuff. I'm not I'm not. It's not. Well, it's not my thing. The professor, he's probably you know quite good at. Yeah, I'm well good. Yeah, it's, it's likely to be a bit of a fight, Ed. Right, good. Yeah. So, but just just I'm not I'm not the one for your puzzles. I've played this game before. Understandable. And if they end up capturing me, like, because if I'm going in alone, that is a possibility. Get the hostages out first. We'll get all of you out, Sasha. We're not leaving you behind. Uh, I can make things explode, though, you know. Oh, me too. I could take him down. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Brave your world! <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Professor, you, you stay back. You're, you're back up. I don't want you getting involved unless everything's already gone very unless badly you really, wrong. Unless you really, really want the palace to explode, because I'm, then I'm probably your man. Absolutely. <laughs> don't, we don't want to leave you behind. In One case thing that doesn't work is an exploding spell. <laughs> I healed them all! No! no! <laughs> so, I mean, okay, but sounds like we have a plan, right? 
Yeah, everyone okay with that? Yeah, and it'll be a while because it's a big complex, as you'll know from the fact that I was away so long. Yeah. So if I'm going to sneak up and then find my way around this enormous building, I uh, better hope that the stones work because... Basically, Keep give me... fingers crossed. I'll give you about an hour and a half. Longer. Give it, give it... Yeah. Not easy to tell the time exactly, so it's not going to be exact. How about sunset? How... Sun it doesn't move. <laughs> sun does not move. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, this is important. I don't know a lot, but I do know this. Puts his hand in and gives you the most puppyish looking, like... We definitely need to do the, the hand thing. Otherwise, okay. it's not going to work. Quietly. Well, yeah, obviously. Yes. Okay. Very quietly. We're a mercenary group. Our name is <laughs> Mother London Outstanding Mercenary Group, or for short, LOLGOM. L O L O M G. LOLGOM. L O L O M G, yes. I, li- I like to spell it out, I think it's. LOLGOM. Okay. So, name on three. LOLGOM. LOLGOM. Einstein's like. LOLOM. 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 Yes, LOLOM. Good work, team. I've got to end the episode. She's going to sneak off like massaging Sasha. Good luck. Hammered off your handshake. Introducing Ed to Rome led to some really big tonal dissonance. So, That's with good. with Grisop having to been denied another assassination, that was this episode, right? I said execution. Track. Execution. Mm-hmm. And my tactic worked, so I'm happy to execute him, <laughs> so long as the information he gave me is good. And with the party definitely not going into any kind of problems whatsoever, I think we can take a break there. And, uh, totally By a break, you mean I, I, As in, end the episode there, you know, take a yeah. week's break, chill out, <laughs> relax, and then we can, you know, see what happens next week, and maybe not wait six months this time. Yeah, yeah. we only have to wait two weeks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye! Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook, tweet us on Twitter at The Rusty Quill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. Who are you with? Aphrodite. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, we get on. Okay, cool. Look at that smile. Yeah. Oh, we did. (laughs) (laughs) Only because they're brother and sister. Oh, okay. (gasps) Retcon. Alex may have done a terrible thing. Alex owes everybody an apology. Listeners, too. This might break the campaign. What? Ed has a magical morning star, not a hammer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all of you. Yeah, and I'm sorry to you, on. listener. Let's get on with it. I'm really Come sorry. On, restart the timer. I've got a morning star as well. We can measure morning stars <laughs> all day long if you want. <laughs> Just admire them. So, yeah, his morning star. I have... Take lots of pictures and send them to other paladins, <laughs> asking them what you think of it. 
Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.